figures from Greek philosophers to uh, particular figures in American history, particular statesmen throughout you know, the history of the West. And if you study them in a particular way, you will derive lessons that, that apply across time to the craft of statesmanship. Does that sound right? Yes, that's pretty close. And I'm, I'm actually going to get into that a little more because it's interesting because Strauss came to the United States. He ended up having an appreciation for the United States. Yeah. Like the American way of life and the American constitutional system of government. But I, I, w- I will get back to that because there's only one other thing I wanted to say about Jaffa at the outset, which is um, especially since we just did two episodes ago, an episode with the five to four crowd, mm-hmm. Jaffa was a critic of originalism. Right, because he he was a proponent of what I don't know if he gave it this name or if it's just what it came to be called, but uh, he was a proponent of declarationism, <laughs> meaning mm. you had like what yeah. undergirded the Constitution was the moral and philosophical principles of the Declaration, and so you had to read them into the Constitution. It was kind of like a nat- a natural law reading of the Constitution. There was this morality, so to speak, that mm-hmm. yeah the Constitution was based on. And you should figure that into your rulings. And he thought originalism was a kind of legal positivism. You know, there was no morality underneath it. It was just words you were hanging on to. Interesting. So when originalism became a thing, Jaffa was like a disputant in those fights too. But as I said, what's interesting is that when you fast forward to today, Jaffa died just a few years ago. Uh, But Jaffa's heirs, meaning the West Coast Straussians, the Claremont School, they've been extremely Trumpy. Like, of, of all the different factions on the right, if you're really a nerd about conservative history and you, you know, say, well, there are people who are into Russell Kirk, right? And there are neoconservatives and there are paleocons and there's this and there's that. The West Coast Straussians, that school of thought, they've been unusually Trumpy. I mentioned Michael Anton's Flight 93 election yeah. essay was published in the Claremont Review of Books. Um, Anton would go on yeah. to work in the Trump administration. There's this website called American Greatness, which is a pro-Trump publication it's run by claremont types and for our purposes where this is all leading as i mentioned president trump's 1776 commission was stacked with these west coast straussians so Mm, one of them mm -hmm. the president of hillsdale college which is a conservative college in michigan that like it's a jobs program for west coast straussians basically they you know if you study history or politics there you're likely to run into some of these characters uh the president of hillsdale college larry arn was one of the main Mm -hmm. people involved with this the former Heritage Foundation scholar, and I think he's currently a Hillsdale professor of some sort, Matthew Spalding. He was involved in this report, and Spalding was technically my old boss at Heritage, and he married my boss's daughter, interestingly. So <laughs> another tale of conservative kind of intermarriage and empire building. Uh, but that yeah. was Matthew Spalding. Uh, Charles Kessler, who was for many years a, a professor at Claremont and an editor of the Claremont Review of Books. And Victor Davis Hansen, the erstwhile classicist turned Trump apologist uh, who's written for National Review and the Claremont Review of Books many times over the years. He was on the commission too. Okay. Uh, so those are just the names that right off the top caught my attention as examples of people who either are these West Coast Straussians, Claremont types, or have been you know heavily associated with them over the years. Okay. So we know that these figures who are associated with West Coast Straussianism are on this commission. They're sort of leading this project. Larry Arn is the chair of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the president of Hillsdale College. What do they believe? <laughs> what does West Coast Straussianism teach? So one of the books I'm drawing on here is a book that was published in 2006 by Michael and Catherine Zuckert, who both mm-hmm. taught political theory at Notre Dame. And they're Straussians. Uh, mm-hmm. But they wrote this book in 2006 called The Truth About Leo Strauss, 
political philosophy in American democracy. And mm-hmm. um, it was partly a reaction to all the Bush neoconservative Straussian books that came out around that time, the articles, you know, that that part of the discourse. So they were trying to kind of uh, clear Strauss's name. Uh, but but one of the things they really did that was interesting is they set up the syllogism, uh, which is according to Strauss's thinking about the United States, America is modern, <laughs> but modernity is bad, <laughs> and America is good. So how can America both be modern and good in kind of the Straussian conception if this you know distinctly modern country was good? Right. If modernity is bad, how could this modern country be good? So that's kind of the dilemma they set up. And basically the West Coast Straussians give uh, their own distinctive answer to it, which is you might put it this way. A different syllogism. (laughs) Modernity is not all bad. Only progressives are bad. Right. (laughs) America was good. But then the progressives happened. The third prong would then be make America great again. (laughs) Right. There you go. Right. So the the question is, like, how do they conceive of that? Why was America originally good? And where did progressives in the early 20th century, where did they go wrong? And what was so right. pernicious about them? And right. that's like the problematic that shows up in this report, the 1776 report. It's basically mm-hmm. saying this is what America's founding really means and why it's good. And this is where things really went wrong is with the progressives. Yeah. And then where they go with that is really deranged because progressivism is listed in the set of challenges to the founding, like our to our constitutional order. And so they mm-hmm. begin by talking about slavery as an example, which is true, right? Slavery posed a challenge to our constitutional order. Our, our country almost fell apart over it, right? It caused the civil right. war. But then you get to progressivism and then they move to fascism. Yeah. Then they get to communism and then yeah. they get to identity politics. Well, th- those I would list those as the as the only and main challenges to um, everything that's otherwise good and great about American politics. <laughs> so I'm 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 with them so far. It's identity politics, uh, communism. <laughs> right. Now here's the key thing to understand. I think about West Coast Straussianism. I and this is makes sense if you think back to what I just said about Harry Jaffa and the Declaration, which is their read of the founding places the Declaration at the center of it. And, mm-hmm. and then they provide a very distinctive reading of the Declaration. So it's very right. Declaration-centric. Well, let me read something from it. This will give you a flavor okay. of it. The Declaration...